With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, man. 97 squad, man. They had some guys on there. Right? Yeah. Well, why are we talking about the 1997 squad, Tom? It's a history episode, folks, because the Cardinals are 19 games under 500. Um, Josh, um, scale to 1 to 10, how confident you are that this team is going to lose 90 games this year? Um, I would say I am at a, uh, I'm, I'm at a 7.5, Tom. I'm three-quarters of the way there. I'm going to put myself like a point above. I'm going to say 8.5. I'm pretty certain they're going to lose 90 games. Um, we got swept by the Phillies, the team that broke us in the wild card last year and has led to this terrible season. Uh, we got outscored 22-3 to in our three-game series against them. Uh, Drew Rom pitched today, and I don't know if you got a chance to watch him, but he was... He pitched well. He didn't come off as lucky either. Like like the normal amount of luck from a guy who has like a decent outing. Not like Dakota Hudson level luck. But he went five and two thirds, gave up two runs. Um, I would say kind of earned himself one more start, obviously. Um, I guess the perks of being dog shit is that you get to try out all the new guys, see where they fit into uh, to your season next year. But... Josh and I were thinking, instead of talking about us dying from this week's latest ailment or whatever pussy shenanigans we're trying to get into, um, we'd talk about when's the la- like last time this team was like really bad. And the LaRusse, the early on LaRusse years had some bad teams. You know, some teams that finished under five hundred. You had like um, 98, they won 83 games, so they're over 500. 99, they won like 75, 76. But I, the last time we lost 90 games was Whitey's last year, which I think is 1990. And then we had the 1995 team, which is the season Joe Torre got fired, but they were bad in 1994. So this is a team that is supposed to be bad. So I'm honing in, and I think Josh is with me on this one. We're just looking at the 1997 squad because in 96, they won the division. They came within one win of the World Series. They returned most of the guys they had. They even got Mark McGuire this season, and they won 73 games. A bad team, but not 90 losses. And we're just we're just checking out some guys. There's a lot of dudes on this. Yeah, team. but but Tom, they kicked ass in those 73 games. They were they did they were fucking they were fucking on one. On so those 73 games. This is um, this is the year we got McGuire, and like. Click on McGuire's page, because this is some wacky shit. This is when you can tell he's juicing. Because he hit 52 bombs the year before for, like, a really awful athletics team, okay? Oh. And 24 dingers? Yeah. And 51 games? My God. The only guy I remember matching that, J.D. Martinez. He got traded to the Diamondbacks. 
and then in like 60 games nearly hit 30 bombs he was on like track for like a 50 to 60 home run pace but like the only one I could think of like Gary Sanchez when he first got called up to the Yankees for like 50 to 60 games he hit 20 bombs Aaron Judge is kind of doing something similar he's got a shit ton of homers and the limited amount of time he's played but like Right. Big Mac, right after 1994, all that steroids hitting him. Like, dude, 52 taters in 96 and 130 games. 130 games, he hit 52. <clears throat> he hit 39 in 95 and then 58 in 97. Had a one had dot. A one had dot. a lot of one dots. Had a near 1.12. Like, that, like, you know who we, you know who we gave up for him? Oh, I'll I feel you. like I do know this. Eric, Lu- um, Eric Ludwig. Okay. TJ Matthews, so young prospect pitcher, made like a couple appearances the year before. Uh, TJ Matthews, a reliever, and my favorite name in 90s baseball, Blake Stein. <laughs> Blake Stein. Blake Stein. I don't know this trade. Okay. I always I thought, thought it was John Mabry. Rough. I always thought it was John Mabry, but no, Mabry. Did we get Dennis Eckersley also in that trade? We had Eck um, in 96. So in 95. Okay. We had we had a we had like a, a streak of amazing relievers. Um, we had Lee Smith, and then after Lee Smith came Tom Hankey, who we got uh, from we picked up in free agency. I'm pretty sure uh, Hankey for the longest time had not only a goofy name, but he he threw like 95. He had a forkball, and he had the biggest frame glasses. So you know we all know how our homie Darrell Porter looks in glasses. This Tom Hankey on the mound, dude. <laughs> And Hanky, um, you know, at the time he retired, you can make a Hall of Fame argument for it, but he had, like, the highest save percentage, like, best conversion rate for guys with, like, I think 300 saves. And then after Hanky came Eck, and we had Eckersley in 96 and 97. That's what we had him. And I forget who we had in 98. I think we had split work with, like, fucking Jeff Brantley. And then I think the Dave Varis years came, and then, then we had Izzy. So... The, the history of the St. Louis Cardinals, as told uh, through closing pitchers, is what it is. But I remember Blake Stein because he pitched for the Royals, and the first baseball game my mom got me was MLB, I think 2000 or 2001, and they had a fantasy draft option there for your franchise. And I always remember, like, for some reason later in the rounds, I would end up with fucking Blake Stein, is what it was. And, uh, yeah, he was included. We sent three pitchers to Oakland. Um, for Mark McGuire. Cool. That's wild. Yeah, and then he comes in, and, well, the rest is history. That is, I think Walt Jockety was their GM there, if I remember. Yeah, that was Walt. Jockety, great trade, man. Goofy guy. Cool he dude. He was a goofy guy. Cool dude. But let's look at some did of these. Did Walt dudes. Jockety and that one chick, the old, the old Reds owner with the dogs, did they ever overlap? After Mark Shot. Yeah. Um, maybe? Like, I think Mark like Schott. How long did she own the Reds? Oh, uh, the most cartoonish, racist owner in baseball. I think she was. I think she was forced to sell before that. Yeah, she left in '92. So Walt uh, Jockety did not get a chance to work. In fact, she died before he could. Uh, before he took over. <laughs> so <laughs> here it is. She was president CEO from '84 to '99. Okay, all right. '99 was when she was done. And Jockety left after, um, when Mo take over? 08, 09? Yeah, Jockety uh, left after, yeah, yeah, Jockety left after 07. That's when he left. Okay. So, 
So, so Mo kind of saw like the tail end of the rebuild. Well, actually, I guess he saw the complete rebuild after you know the World Series because I guess I think that's kind of oh seven they tried to compete. Yeah, oh um, eight they decided nah, and then they were ready by oh nine to make the playoffs. Well, they the were um, they were good in oh eight. They finished ten games over. <laughs> I think like I think oh seven. All right, so as bad as this season's gotten, uh, 07 is just everything that could go wrong went wrong, and so they retooled. Because I remember in 08, that's when we picked up, I think that's when we picked up Troy Gloss, if I remember. But, like, they were uh, they yeah. were, they were one to be competitive. Right. But, like, um, oh, yeah, 08 was when Ryan Lovick, I think, went ham, too. Anyway, sorry. So, like. Hey, didn't he hit, like, 47, or he hit, like, 30? 30-something bombs, and he hit, like, over yeah. 300. He was, we are like, whoa, where the... He was an all-star. He, him and Albert were two all-stars that year. Yeah, we are like, where the hell did this come from? But, um, like, the 07 squad, as, like, um, as bad as everything went, I mean, they still finished with 78 wins, and this team ain't. Like, I, you know, more confident in the rebuilding efforts for that than, than this team, because... Um, I don't have any. I don't think we're gonna be that good next season. If I'm being honest, unless we really knock it out of the park in the off season, <laughs> I don't have much. Confidence. Yeah, I mean, are we talking like an off season? And I'm just looking. I mean, we're gonna have to jump back to 1997 because we've got we some, will, we some will. guys to talk about. We got but some dudes. I, I've I've loaded Spotrack um, mm-hmm. up here, and okay, so. We would have to literally go out and get, like, honestly, re-sign Jordan Montgomery, which we would never do. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think that would be smart and then if we, we would have to get. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we would legit have to go after, like, the top two guys besides Otani, because who knows if he's pitching now. And, Josh, year. I forgot. Me and you didn't catch this when we mentioned Julio Arias. Uh, I remember something twinging at me, but, like, why do people hate him? The dude... Uh, the dude has a, a domestic assault charge against him. So I'm like, oh, oh. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yum. Oh. Um, yeah, it would, it would have to be like Aaron Nola, Blake Snell, um, That's fucking it. Sonny Gray. Grab. I forgot. Nah, fuck Sonny Gray. Really? He's Old been good. Shit. I mean, Give me yeah. like Lucas Giolito, or I mean, I would much rather have Jordan Montgomery than any like uh, uh, any of them. Yeah. To, yeah. We just mentioned, other than you know, Aaron Nola and Gray. I uh, mean, ah, style. man, it depends like on the price or Gray because isn't Gray gonna just like try and command like uh, this is a career ending contract? You know what I mean? Like, this is the thing that follows me until I'm done. But like, Wait, Sonny, who are we talking about Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray, oh. Sonny Gray's good, but like, what do you want to shell out for a 33 year old pitcher who's gonna be at you know, he'll be, he'll be 34 by he'll then, be 34, so. yeah. yeah, um, like. And I didn't consider that because I'm like, he's not having a good year, is he? And then, yep, 308 ERA last season, 306, 128 ERA plus, 143 ERA plus. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's good. He's still good. Um, But I can see that and Mo calling that his big splash, quite honestly. I kill myself. uh, I mean. Live on Periscope. Listen, I know you. (laughs) We'll we'll put it on live leak and everything. (laughs) (laughs) You really want to know what's bothering me? Go ahead and go to Bebo. (laughs) You have to go to Bebo to watch the live stream. I'll post the link. I'll post the link. (laughs) Um, 
No, but like Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray would be a good pickup, but he definitely better not be the only one, right? Like, I could probably trust him to be decent in his age 34, 35 season, but like, yeah, I mean, give him like a Michaelis contract, you know, here's two years, 40 million, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, Aaron Nolan shove, uh, today he, uh, I mean, we got shout out three, nothing. Nola went seven innings. He's definitely putting on a show an Aaron Shola for us to, uh, pick him up in this off season. So I, I, I keep going back and forth on if I want him. And at this point, I don't care. Pick him up. Like, if he takes over a rotation spot that was helmed by Adam Wainwright, I mean, Michaelis is still here, but, you know, Jack Flaherty spot, um, fucking whatever we're doing the fit five spot with Libs and Rom and everything, I think Nola's going to be a decent upgrade no matter where he slots in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. There's a little guy I'm looking at here on the uh... – free agent market so yeah it's a, guy, it's a guy by the name of adam wainwright oh the race for 200 does not stop here yeah that's right i've been a 180 on Wayno. he's coming back <laughs> he needs this, to, we're he keeping needs this to fucking track going he needs yeah. to come back ladies and gentlemen we're fucking keeping america great with adam wainwright another season baby let's go here's the thing folks Choo choo, motherfuckers! Everything you're hating about this season, it keeps repeating until he gets 200 wins. <laughs> when he gets 200 wins, we can we can sign we can sign Blake Snell. We yeah. can <laughs> we, we can, can crucify him after he just has to get 200 we, wins. We can he trade. We don't care about him after that. We can trade for Dylan. He's like Cease. not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm with you. I would like Giolito. I think. Um, I think that has, I think his got upside. Yeah, I would say his ceiling is 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 higher than most guys, um, because we have oh, what he's got to command. Yeah, and I'm saying that completely aware that he is really bad with the Angels right now, and I'm saying that very much aware that the way this organization runs, uh, pitching development could cause him to have a career-ending injury or something. I don't know. Maybe he comes down with depression. I would. Well, Tom, we're in disagreement and agreement there because I was unaware of all of those things, but I am mm-hmm. still in agreement with you. We should sign him. Yeah, we um, should look at Giolito. And the worse he does with the Angels, the better the price, people. At the end of this, yeah. we take it back. We're not a pro-socialist baseball fight. We are super anarcho-capitalists here, all right? Uh, you should be able to pay a player as low as you want, and you should pay a player. You should sign any player. Age of consent doesn't matter. You should sign any twelve-year-old to a baseball contract. Is what you should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to anarcho-capitalist uh, MLB the show, folks. Anarcho and cap and cap MLB. So mm. um, this ninety-seven squad, though. Am I right? We'll come. We'll come back to the free agents. We're having a little. We're having, having a little fun night. We're having a little fun. Yeah. We're having a little fun, folks. We're having a little fun. McGuire came over. He batted two fifty three and still posted near one point one OPS because he slugged nearly seven hundred points. Fucking crazy, right? He had hundred nineteen yeah. total bases in fifty one games. At his age thirty, like guys, 
Guys aged so well back then, man. He did that when he was 33 years old. I wonder what helped him. Uh, I think this was the last season, yeah, for Willie. No, it wasn't Willie McGee's last hurrah. Oh. Because, yeah, he came back with us in 96. It's Adam Wainwright's 2024 right there. Right there. Willie McGee. Speaking of Willie, um, I was listening to, I don't even know what show it was, but it was one of those, like, 101 ESPN, just, like, things on Twitter of, you know, the guys in St. Louis on the radio talking about shit. Uh Uh-huh. And someone cited, um, you know, Willie McGee, like, I, it was a point, like, I don't think the guy agreed with, but he was referencing another, like, person's article on it and how, like, Willie McGee um, is getting a bad reputation among, like, casuals who think that, like, well, that's why Jordan Walker doesn't have lights out defense. But Willie McGee is not working with him enough, and this should be fixed overnight because we're used to, you know, freak human beings who have somehow been able to learn, like, a brand new position in a matter of, like, two games and be elite at it um but uh yeah they were kind of blaming like i mean the the guys on the show themselves were not blaming willie but apparently there's i guess some bullshit discourse um in st louis about like oh well you know willie mcgee's just not doing enough and then apparently like every day it's like he's literally out working with jordan walker yeah jordan walker's working on it every day and he got like a little bit of a season last year like Maybe thirty games or so. To no, play yeah, that's in the, the thing. Outfield. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, look, shut that discourse down immediately. Jordan Walker has under his belt before coming here. You know, before coming here, before getting called up, like what thirty or forty fucking games in the outfield. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Here, I'm looking at here. Twenty twenty two, thirty one games in the outfield, two hundred fifty innings, and then we immediately throw him in every outfield position. Like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up, dummies. Like, it's going to take... It'll take see, it'll take years before Jordan Walker, I think, becomes, like, a very comfortable, average outfielder. But, like... And the thing is, we won't need him to be an outfielder by then. He can go back to probably third be, or a first or DH. I think we'll turn him into a first baseman, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Luke and Baker supremacy. You know, it's on the Bro. horizon. On the horizon, homie. Man. Like, Let's just talk about... How uh, thick that boy's butt is! Oh yeah, that little that little dumper. That's a nice little. That's not that's a nice little cake, baby boy. Gotta, I want to fucking looking like it. That looks like some fun fetty right there, boy. Looking What's like a, a double wide surprise. God double damn! Double wide surprise. Coming here all. Come here, candy cane. Coming here all. Coming here in the Philly all caked up on a Saturday. Mm. <laughs> Man, he hit his first bomb. He the only bomb he when we struck out ten times against Zach Wheeler, who he could have had. Uh, the season very good. Who is very good? Who's aged well despite missing, you know, two to three seasons early in his career with arm troubles. But now he's back. Yeah. Man, yeah. <sighs> uh, what could have been? That's actually another thing those guys talked about. They were saying how like. The Cardinals were going to look at this um, series and this rotation, and they're going to try to use the Phillies as the model to like construct the rotation around moving forward um, next season or two. Sure. And they talked about how like we need a guy like Zach Wheeler. I mean, they're just basically making the thing of, oh, this is the ace of their team. Okay, yeah, we need an ace. Okay, we need we need a Zach Wheeler. It's kind of it's not a. I don't. 
necessarily that like prototype. But yeah, we, need, we need an elite someone that's an all star. I don't want Miles Michaelis. I don't want to insult them, but like that's like very shallow. I think like analysis. Don't you think every team wants like an ace? Like yeah. Well, I guess maybe I mean, like they're saying. I think in no in like in his archetype, like we need a guy who can not only eat innings but blow dudes away. I guess because Wheeler. I mean Wheeler. Yes, but I. Go ahead. I don't think it was even that. I, I I think it was more like, hey, this is such a deep rotation. That's um, it, like I, it it was it was general enough, but it wasn't just like it would be good if we had someone good on our team. That 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 would be so good. Um, it was like, hey, they have a very deep rotation, and it's full of all these guys that. You know, some days might eat innings, other like like a Zach Wheeler, or it's a guy like Aaron Nola who's going to get you. Actually, the opposite. Zach Wheeler will get you like five like great fucking innings, uh, maybe six. Um, but like a guy like Aaron Nola will like eat a bunch of innings for you if he's not injury prone. Like it's yum uh, yum 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 yeah. That like that kind of mix of like top tier top rotation talent. Um, yeah, stretched throughout. I mean, Wheeler led the league in like innings pitched like a couple seasons ago, like. I you know I, it's I get what you're saying and I get what they're saying on that yeah. one like I mean what the Phillies have is two one two guys right they have two amazing one two punches punches like what the Dodgers have uh, in hitting they have Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman who combined have like a one point something OPS like that's a great one two punch. I mean, we have Nolan, we have Goldie, you know, one-two punch. Now what we need is something like that pitching-wise. Um, I mean, if we had to, like, copy a model, I would be interested more in copying what the fucking Braves have done. Because the Braves have well, that's a, a stupendous. longer process. <laughs> yeah, we got to find we gotta find first a based Bernie bro who can throw 100 miles an hour like Spencer Strider is what we got to that, do. That is true. And who is... Uh, who is and you know what we have not backed off this bit. Who is going to blow out his elbow again? Which elbow? We don't know, but the day is coming. The day is coming, Braves fans. Your nine eleven. Your nine eleven is fast approaching, Atlanta. <laughs> this <laughs> ominous threat. No, no, it's not targeting anything in the city. It's just targeting the already surgically repaired elbow of your ace pitcher. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We yeah no we need um we need we need a, a definitive lights out guy and I feel like the franchise the organization has been lacking I think we flirted with that like Wayno before he had his regression and then finding himself again Flaherty I think flirted with that especially when he had that amazing second half where he nearly won the Cy Young in 2019. Um, Carlos Martinez was kind of close to that. I mean, he threw, like, he could gobble up, like, 200 innings, but, I mean, he'd still be, like, a 3-RA guy. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call him an ace, but he was, re- you know, he was good. Um, Waka's brief flash in the pan. You know who I figure, I feel his last guy was Carp, right? Carpenter. Yeah. Chris Carpenter. Carpenter, mega, uh, mega gamer, okay? Just won a Cy Young, gobbled up innings, had heart, you know, had power stuff. I mean, him and Wayno. Actually, yeah. I mean, like when we think, like when I think about it, like when things I think were like really, really good, like 05 
to 12, we would say, in 04 to 12, that was the Carpenter years transitioning into the Wayno years. And then we have Wayno and Carp as, a, as our one-two rotational punch. And shit was really tight then. Yeah. Um, when the, I'm trying to remember the lackey season. Was it 15 or 14? That's when we had like our that best was pitchers. 15. Yeah, when we had a uh, sub three ERA as a team. That's when we had. Yeah, we didn't have aces. Yeah, we like, had. It was like Lackey, Jaime Garcia. Yeah, Lynn, um, Lance Lynn. Lynn. Oh, I forgot. That's another name. And Lance Lynn was homegrown and eventually turned into an ace, but not with us. But yeah. I mean. Oh God, who else was in that rotation? Waka, like, Lynn, Jaime, Waka. Uh, Lackey. I think that was the main go setup. That was when we had, I think, Rosie as our closer. That was when, like, yeah. Kevin Segris was good. Oh, you know, or fucking, that was, like, I think, maybe Randy Choate's last season. Um, you know, I remember, I think, from that, um, fucking uh, Carlos Villanueva. You remember him? I do. He was yeah. a long time, just, like, long arm and spot starter, and he was really good that season. But he also would... He threw like eighty nine ninety, but he would throw in like an Ephus curve from time to time, but and he would just do it randomly once in a game. He'd be like, "Here you go, here's a lollipop, bloop, just plop it right in there." Right. God, man, now I feel old. We haven't had something like that either. You got to go out, and we somehow have like because twenty fifteen didn't have aces; it just had good pitchers, right? And like either you somehow construct that, which I think is way harder to construct than just getting one maybe two lights out pitchers you know um or you go out and you get like fucking nola or snell or you trade for someone right well it's harder yeah i mean it's harder to construct like the deep rotation like that yeah just because you're gonna have to make some calls on some guys that you don't want to give up on like a matthew libertor do you really do you want to give up on him and basically rule him out of the rotation moving Mm -hmm. forward like is that Okay, is that the pill we want to swallow? Same with, I mean, like, I mean, I feel like Michaelis kind of fits that mold. I'm not someone we would get rid of, but, like, he would be like the, oh, if Mike, Michaelis is our number five, and he's going to have a better year because he will. Uh, you know, it's just, he kind of has those, like, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. Yeah. With him. Well, I mean, um, I uh, Michaelis' success, I think, always comes down to what kind of defense he has. And I think next season surely we're going to front him a better defense because nolan and goldie you know our best defenders played very down this season but uh, yeah if michaelis is our four or five then i would say yeah i mean the rest of the rotation must be pretty good then if we're putting guys ahead of him better and i think you know this might be controversial i think steven matz has pitched himself into getting a look and obviously starting off in the rotation you know i think going yeah, if, into if next he's season, the number five i'm fine with that yeah michael is four but that still needs still means we need three other guys three other like, well honest to god we need like seven or eight right in terms of depth and injury but definitely yeah. three ready to go dudes like well, yeah and i mean and, but you're just taking flyers on or guys in the minors for those extra yep. spots so you're not gonna sign free agents to be like yeah you might start yeah definitely um uh, so like, yeah, I mean, it'd be Matt's, Michaelis, and I mean, they're, I know the org as reported, you know, this is what they're using this last part of the season to look at Libs and Dak 
and Zach Thompson. And Zach Thompson has really shown he's been very effective as a starter so far. Um, he's issued, he's come up uh, with a, not come up with a new pitch like he invented it. He's throwing a cut fastball, and he's throwing a lot more. And he's kind of ditched his changeup, and he's a fastball, cut fastball, curveball guy. Um, and it has shown a lot of success for him. Um, like, I, fi- I figure you have to get three guys, right? Um, because, I mean, you could realistically do two and then figure out, you know, okay, we're going to solve this from within. Libs, it's your season, that type of thing. If you falter, Zach Thompson, you know, Dakota Hudson. But, um, you know, the only one I think has shown any, any, any brightness has been has been Thompson so far, so yeah. they need uh, three guys and they need to make sure that whoever is next man up is ready that we have that depth um, because it's going to be twenty twenty four is going to suck guys uh, we're you know we got to see what we do in the off season but and especially if we're going to trade dudes because I don't think we're getting all three guys in free agency I mean I don't think the Dewitts are going to loosen up the the purse that much. They should. That'd be easiest yeah. route. And we all know Mosellac is really keen on on the hitting core we have. And honestly, like aside from how awful we've been with the bases loaded, like better pitching. I mean, this team is probably vying for first place right now, or at least in the wild card. Like I think like you can probably probably leave the hitting components alone. But if we're going to pick up someone in the off season via trade. He has to. He's gonna have to make a hard decision on who he loves the least amount. You know, which which kid which kid is he gonna Sophie's choice? I guess. So. Right. And that kid. I'm kind of looking at like. Be should be oh. Lars T- Takashi Lupar. <laughs> Tatsuji. Tatsuji. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm looking at I mean position players, right? Because we definitely need. Um, Preferably in like a trade, trade too much some of our outfield depth of just a shit ton of like corner outfield guys and um, clear up a little bit of room there in the depth chart. Um, and then we really just need like a bona fide center fielder. Um, yeah. Because until Victor Dilly's, Scott is here. That's true. I mean, I know, uh, like I'm just looking on Spotrack right now and. <laughs> Center field, an, an option that I don't hate um, uh-huh. is, I mean, for a couple of years, is Kevin Kiermeyer. I don't uh, hate that. I think he commands too much, and, like, he you only sign Kiermeyer, I think, for defense, but he has, like, quite a bit of injury history to, throughout That's his career. True. And he's not, yeah, like, I mean, a prolific hitter. He, like, he, he made, like, $8 million is what he's making this year. You know... Okay, I'll say I don't hate it. Uh, if it's, I mean, if it's ten or less, sure. Um, but like, and, and you know, I know, I know the season's a disappointment too. You know, I just want a full season of Dylan Carlson, is all, and I don't want him to be fucked around with. I just want, I, I, I think, I think there's more upsides than what we've seen. And, like, to me, I just want him to go in with a guaranteed job. I want him to go in with it, do everything right that the Cardinals ask in, and we just let him fucking play. <laughs> like, 
I don't want to mess with him on that one. If, like, Kiermaier is willing to sign to be a bench guy, to be a platoon dude who can play everywhere, he is. We all know how much of a, a dynamic defender he is. Okay, incredible. Um, but, like, I don't want him to be my starting center fielder unless someone's hurt. Yeah. But he'd be, like, a hell of a defensive sub in a late game. He'd be a, yeah, phenomenal defensive sub. Uh, he'd be, he'd be um, great. You know, I'm sure. Okay, hey. You can mm-hmm. always bring back Bader. Always bring back Bader. Bader's going to be a free agent? Yeah. Right? Un- unrestricted. Nice. He's done it. He's reached it. Hell yeah, bring him back. Uh, but I just uh, want to see I want to yeah, see Carlson out there, that's all. I just want to see how my dude does. And Cody Bellinger will probably. Uh, I don't know. He Bellinger's going to get paid. Option. Yeah, he's going to get paid. Yeah. He's going to get paid. I think, um, apparently from what I read, he was still suffering from some post-concussion uh, symptoms from uh, in L.A., so rumors of his de- demise have definitely been greatly exaggerated. He's had a fantastic year. Um, that goofy stone fuck might get these stupid-ass Cubs into the postseason. So You know, um well, most people don't know what Stu looks like, but I feel like Stu kind of looks like Cody Bellinger. Oh, yeah, Stu Styles has definitely got some Cody Bellinger energy, man. And yeah, definitely not, like, as baked, but... Yeah, um, if you put Stu, just, Stu, Belly, and a gold retriever in the same room, they are matching, they have same matching yeah. power levels. That's what they have. He also looks like one of my roommates my first semester of college. It's like, it's like, like Riley, is that you? Riley? Um... Riley Jones, uh, Riley Reed. You'll never, you'll never guess his last name. You'll never guess his last name, Batman. Riley Rodriguez. I played with him in winter ball back in '63. Riley Rodriguez. I'm still fucking him to this day. (laughs) Let's trade for Patrick Wisdom. All right, go ahead. So, like, just looking at what's even available, we don't – unless you're, we're just going straight for, like, a DH type. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jorge Soler, like, eh. that wouldn't be uh, – man, unless we went, went and got fucking Shohei, this makes no sense. Um, Shohei Otani, uh, folks, as you all know um, – Broke Ben Verlander's heart. Poor Ben Verlander. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ain't his ass. Yep. Worst day ever for Benjamin Verlander. Um, Shohei Otani had to go out and uh, tear his UCL. And that broke, uh, in the process, he tore tore out Ben Verlander's heart. You just, just ruined your fucking life. Just, man. Very disrespectful. Very we all have to check and see how Ben Verlander's handling this terrible news. Um, I guess the perks of it is, I guess, you know, Otani's still going to get fucking paid, but maybe just a smidge less. So, discount Shohei Otani, folks. We have a discounted Shohei Otani. Instead of paying $60 million a year, you will now pay $50 million a year for him. Well, we're going to sign Mason Wynn to a 20-year contract is what we're doing. To a lifetime. We're going to make him a two-way player again. Oh, oh, quick uh, quick aside about, like, 20-year contracts, okay? So, right in 1982, part three, um, I just finished Ozzie Smith's autobiography. Um, he, this is kind of interesting, because um, 
Ozzy didn't think of baseball like players back then thought. And I don't, I wouldn't say he thinks of baseball as the way players now think. Because what he asked for from the Padres and asked for from the Cardinals is more than just, I want like a guaranteed contract. He was asking for a like lifetime security. Because the Padres asked him, what would it take to make him happy? And he gave them the most honest answer, a 25-year deal at a million dollars a year. And they thought, they're like, no way. And I'm like, okay. And when he was negotiating with the Cardinals, he tried to work out a lifetime deal like that. Um, obviously more money. But one of the things that he was working out was getting a, uh, I think it was like a, a bush. He was trying to get a brewery, I think, is what it was. He was trying to get like um, a distributorship. That's what he was doing, as well as like guaranteed years after he was a player to be a coach. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was incredibly unique. That is, that is interesting as fuck. <laughs> like it's a lifetime, yeah. a lifetime deal. Like if you were like, you know, you're, 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 you're young, you know, or you're uh, unstricted for agent. You're Tommy Fam. You're swagging it up, man. And you're looking to get your money after getting hosed for so many years in the minors. You're looking to get your money, get your guaranteed rate. And it's like, you know, I want to make you Joshua Fam Thompson, a gar- like a cardinal, a cardinal for life. You're gonna think I want a six-year, twenty million, or, you know, a hundred twenty million dollar year deal. But like Ozzy Smith's like, I want six years at one hundred twenty, and then I want ten more years after that shit. Working within the organization, I thought that was so cool. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's stuff like that goes on. He was like an entrepreneur. Like he had some shit that he was doing. I think. Hell yeah, man. You were saying, what was uh, I I mean, I'm saying that in a sense, like he had like business ventures outside of baseball that he was. He didn't quite hustle like uh, Tito Landrum did. Your boy. Oh, what did Tito Landrum do? Yeah, you you got some Tito Landrum scoop i uh found exclusive. some so i have like the uh 1982 media guide and uh in their miscellaneous section um learned two things i learned three things first one it's not dane iorg it is just dane orge um that was unique to find out because me me and you thought it was always like iorg or something like that for the longest time yeah dane orge that's what he won once and that same dane orge in the off season was uh he worked at a sporting goods store and was a salesman in Utah. What a... I'd kill myself if that was me. Anyway, no. Uh, and then the other thing I learned was Tito Landrum and just had his miscellaneous section. is like, works as a male model. And I went digging. Mm. And I can't find, like, photo shoots. It's just the press just constantly... I feel like he just told people he was a male model and no one bothered to, like, go find out because... Um, he had like he was the best hitter for us like in the '85 postseason, and he got like a write up in the LA Times. Um, no, sorry, it was a Florida, like the the, the Sun Sentinel. Um, they wrote about like how he's like he's he's this cool player taking over for Vince Coleman, trying to show that St. Louis is more than just America's donut hole in the middle of nowhere. He works as a male model and he's all about fashion. And, like, it's just Tito Landrum talking about how much taste he has and everything. And I'm like, this guy is totally cheating. <laughs> dude, the first thing I read, I'm like, this dude is totally cheating on his wife. And sure enough, that following season, him and the wife got a divorce. <laughs> mm. 
and uh, he decided. He gave her the uh, the old Albert Pujols treatment. She got brain cancer, and he's like, "Dude, I'm it, dipping, bitch. I'm dipping. I'm <laughs> fucking out. I'm getting some. Tri- I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some twenty year old trim. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm getting that twenty year old trim. So like, I wonder if I wonder if Albert's still together with her because it looked like he was gonna break her in half. Um, oh, that yeah, the one who looked like we all thought she was sixteen. We're like, what the fuck is going yeah. on here? But she's really like thirty three or something. We're like, whoa, no, no, Albert, no! <laughs> like, what's going on? Looks can be deceiving. So. Yeah, it's fucking Wander Franco before Wander Franco. Wander Frank, not all who wander uh, Franco lost. <laughs> Wander Franco. Not all who wander are James Franco. And now all, yeah, not all who wander are me, memes dank memes Franco. Um, anyway, this 97 team, folks, we got some dudes on there. You know, they, to me, they and they are, um, in terms of, of letdowns, they're the closest letdown I can think of in recent memory. Um, but we got some dudes. Got a Tony Fossus on there. We got Fernando Valenzuela came over. Fernando Mania, y'all remember him? Cy Young Award yeah. winner in 1981. He came over and uh, pitched in five games and lost every single one of them. Didn't even win a game as a Cardinal. That ain't going to help you on your little immaculate grids. We have Mark Pekaisic, um, who uh, was our best pitcher in 1995. When I had a media guide there, he was like the only pitcher... I think through like 140 innings, he 95 was bad. That's why Joe Torre went to manage the Yankees. And then my personal favorite, we got the Rat. We got Gary Gaetti. Got uh, Ron Gant, who hit 30 home runs the year before and couldn't do it this year, and he led the league in strikeouts. So the only the only two bright spots: Ray Langford, who always fucked and fucked well, and Mark McGuire. Oh, dude, don't forget fucking Matt Morris, my dude. Oh, yeah, it's Matt Morris's 22-year-old. Was this his rookie year? Let me click on it. That was his rookie year. Yeah. 22, or sorry, 12 and 9, 3.19 ERA, 217 innings pitched. Dude. What were his uh, strikeouts? Um, 149, which is good for 1997 standards. But look at that rotation. So... We picked up Todd Stottlemyre from the Athletics the year before. We had the Bennis brothers, and we had Donovan Osborne. All right, and those were those four starting pitchers were our core in 1996. Ozzy got hurt; he only pitched one healthy season. That was '96. The Bennis brothers got hurt, but they were still really good. And Stottlemyre was good. You know, he missed like a few starts, but he was good. But like everything after that, like they fucking fell apart. Horribly. This team. It's not so much that I initially thought it was like they had a horrible bullpen. It's like, no, if you scroll up, they had, not including McGuire. We're talking about guys with like, who, you know, played most of the season with the cards. They had like two guys with an OPS plus above average. Just brutal. They underperformed so bad. So bad. Yeah. Although the one thing. The one Where's war at on here? Because um, they don't have what our lineup has, where there's like six guys with a two plus war. Oh, offense, yeah. Like, yeah, like 
we're still somehow so bad when people are saying like, oh, well, war's a bullshit stat. Then it's like, no, our pitching is just so goddamn yeah, it bad. It eats the rest. I tried explaining like, war to my dad today, and he just stared at me like I just ate a bug in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, Jesus. God. Like. I'm just imagining, like, my my son's my my son's gay about baseball. My son lives in a Whoa. sewer in Mississippi. What the hell is this? My son <laughs> is a sewer rat. Get out of that sewer, Tommy. My son is Gary Gaetti. My son is Gary Gaetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those '80s or '90s like. M is for murder, kind of like books or something like just like a, a shitty like mystery or suspense novel. It says my son is Gary Gaetti. He's a baby's body, and we put the fucking rat's face on him. <laughs> my son is a five-time Gold Glover, thirty-five home run hit, and Gary Gaetti rat. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of rats, mm-hmm. um. And people on, you know, on Sopranos. Um, are we going to go to that special event uh, that I found today? Yeah, what uh, was that you said? Was it a, a get-together yeah, or a trivia night? So, Let me see. It, it's just like a meet-and-greet with an Italian buffet with Vito from the Sopranos. With uh, Vito? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> it's like a hundred bucks a person. That's that's a winery outside of Kansas City. Oh my god, <laughs> let me see this shit. It's like we are. Oh my god, what? <laughs> the, this is a twenty-one plus age event, of course. Yeah. Dude, you say? Uh, up. Oh, oh god, um, Adriana, who plays her? Is it Drea De Matteo? Oh yeah, Drea De Matteo. Yeah. Okay, she started an OnlyFans. <laughs> Did you subscribe? Because I'm 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 interested, but I want to know what I'm getting myself into before I shell out fifteen bucks buckaroonies a month. Uh, I have not, and uh, while I am tempted to see if anyone's leaked it, I do respect sex workers and or whatever she wants to say. Whatever I uh, I'm gonna probably bet it's uh, Dre de Mateo, and she's either naked or scantily dressed. And uh, if that makes you happy, you should subscribe to it. Yeah, but Tom, you ever want to go? But to we're JC on a budget. And you, you, you want you want to go to J.C. Penny and show you can see the color of the sweater, and show you can see how the sweater might be worn on a mannequin. But mm-hmm. you want to be able to touch the sweater. Ah, uh, yes, Joshua Horowitz. You want to be able to smell the sweater. Joshua Horowitz, Epstein, folks. <laughs> you want to buy the sweater, then immediately return it after five days. Is what you want to do. Yes. You want to wear it to that special event and return it. <laughs> um, that is Big Soprano. We should go to that, and then uh, we should come dressed up as WAPs. That's what we should do. <laughs> get Nick get Nick with the slick back Silvio Dante hair. Because I always feel... Um, who did we say he really was? We always say he wants to be... Was it always wants to be Sil, but he's really poly? We should, we should make Nick go up as Sil. He's got to be still in this case, and then yeah, but Nick needs to get like scoliosis. Like, he's really got to get bad posture. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> like, he's got way too he good a posture. Still has horrific posture. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would go as uh, who did I say I, I was? I said you're a veto and you got mad, so I'll pick a different one. You can be hash. <laughs> you're hash. You're totally hash. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah hash no, works no. for you. Oh, I'll be the I'm Corrado. I'm Junior Soprano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pussy Malaga. Pussy Malaga. Um, <laughs> Bra- you know, brain I also relate a lot to Ralphie. Ralphie said, Oh, that's what we said. Nick was actually Ralphie Cipperetto. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> you fucking whore. <laughs> because, yeah, <laughs> because, like, Nick Nick wants to be Christopher. Like, that's what that's like, Nick what wants to be him. That's who he wants to be. We're like, nah, you're Ralphie. And we're like, you know what? Now, now you're just... <laughs> You're fucking Silvio. To be fair, spine a bifida. Nick literally has the bloodline. He has every right to be any character he wants on that show, but Hesh. That's <laughs> he is by default just by being Italian. He is uh, he can be any of them. He can be Tony. He can be Tony. What would we make Ryan then? We never talked that. What would Ryan be? Um, mm, Johnny Sachs. Make Ryan Johnny Sachs. <laughs> No, because we're not gonna we're not, we're not gonna insult his two husbands that way. No, yeah. Um, yeah. Make him Johnny Cakes. Let's see. Ooh, he could be Johnny Cakes, yeah. but no, he he's a more prominent character than Johnny Cakes. Okay. That's the thing. Um, I'm wondering if maybe he's like Silvio and I'm like fucking AJ or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm just the worst fucking character. Uh, we should take a vote in the uh, Discord. Who's 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 their least favorite? Or who's your favorite guest among our patrons? He uh, he's Jackie April. Ryan's gonna be Jackie April. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah. what? Or, or it might be Bobby. <laughs> oh Christ! Don't make him Bobby. <laughs> don't. Make... Although to be a fair, Bobby. if we had to pick someone who had. I, a train collection, I guess it would be Ryan and, you know, right next to his normal things that he has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, don't make it. Yeah. Don't make the poor. Come come on, Dutch. Don't make them. Don't make him the poor. Don't make the poor boy Bobby Bacala. Come on. Come on, Josh. <laughs> I told you who Tyler said he was. He'd be Little Carmine. Little <laughs> 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 Carmine. <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> And the more I think about it, I also would love to be Little Carmine. <laughs> it's the best character. Just all the malpromisms he has fucking up shit. Oh, my God. Okay, that was a good laugh. This nineteen Ryan might actually be pussy. That's who Ryan... Ryan might be pussy. Oh, yeah, he would. But he with, would be the red. With more... F- yeah. He'd be dealing H, you know? Yeah. Uh, on the streets. Become a rat. He would... Ryan... Well, I tell you what, Ryan and Nick could also be season one AJ as well. <laughs> what? No fucking no ZD? fucking ZD. Welcome to Shitty Kid. ABC <laughs> presents this fall Shitty Kid. <laughs> and the thing is, he was the most likable in in that show because he's like, he's like, wait, the FBI showing up? I gotta clear my fucking computer. Oh, like, God. He, he he had that fear of like. Handing your phone to someone and being like, "Did I clear my history earlier? He was uh, before I before I left the house. Did I?" He was so awesome. Okay, we're just putting this in their hand for them to look at these pictures of my dog. Hopefully, they don't get into something else and I forgot some things. He was um, so awesome in season one. They made him 
gay. It's what they, they made him suck. It's what they did. Yeah. Especially when he was like a just angsty, like, <laughs> like I'm a teenager with like anxiety and have, fuck you, dad. I have feelings. I'm just a bad kid too. My friends suck. <laughs> uh, Ryan would be Janice Soprano. This one with a big yeah. Rolling Stone tattoo on his tit. <laughs> <laughs> Or, uh, oh, wait, maybe you could be Phil Leotardo. Actually, that'd be you. Because you say a certain line by <laughs> Phil, and I don't think anyone else has the spunk to say it like you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, we bust a lot of balls, but, but in light of recent humiliations, <laughs> it's a pleasure to be joined by men. And that's what I'll leave. And that's that. what we'll uh, leave at. For $100 on our Patreon, <laughs> you can hear Josh say the uh, whole thing. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll do the ending like married my cousin I hope he fucking dies yo Phil uh, relax yeah Phil eat a bread flick <laughs> jeez Phil <laughs> do the fucking John C. Riley and the Sopranos Jesus Phil calm down <laughs> yeah Phil come on eat a breadstick <laughs> <laughs> The other night that made that made me do it for the rest of the night. We were watching the Fugitive, oh. folks. Fugitive, watch yeah. it. it. I don't know why I love that film so much, but it is a dude's rock film, hardcore. Tommy Lee Jones, Harrison Ford are hilarious in it. But uh, what made me? Did you tell me to do it, or did I just burst out? No, 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 no. Before we found it, you're like, um, like let's watch. We're it. talking Dude, about for for love for of love the of the game. game. We were thinking of a Dude's like, Rock. John film. C. Rowley's his catcher. Yeah. Yeah, and then I did the voice, but come on. Come on, chap. Just one more time. Me and you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your catcher, Gus. (laughs) Come on, chap. Throw throw right in the old old bread basket right there. (laughs) You're throwing hard today, chap. You got some pepper behind it. (laughs) That's what it was. And then we're watching The Fugitive. I'm screaming Tommy Lee Jones lines as John C. Riley. I don't care. <laughs> oh God. Like, no, I think it's a good impression. It's a good impression. I think it's good. It is a good impression. It's not. Who did uh exactly who did Nick him? say I was doing it? Our other Nick, uh, Mr. Bradshaw. Mr. Brad. Who was he saying I did an impression of last night? That was like. He's like, you just nailed fucking, was it Tom someone? Who is that comedian? Tom Myers? Oh, yeah. 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 Fucking Tom Myers. Bong <laughs> hit transplant. Yeah, you hit us with a cheesy, uh, hard reset, braining fucking joke is what you did. No, I just I just did like a Norm McDonald voice, and that's it. Like, I didn't even do an actual joke. Well, we were um, saying it because you did... Um, you did a shit joke with it is what it is. You just did like a, a throwaway joke. And that's why we were saying you were like uh, being Tom Myers is what it was. Because he's like all deadpan. And like he's very, una- he's has no self-awareness about his bad jokes. <laughs> so like, I want you to know when we're saying that, we're saying that you did that very funnily while being aware. Like it's not perfect Tom Myers because you're very, very self-aware of what you're no, doing. No, he was thinking, I was getting it like he thought my voice was on par with it. And I didn't hear it. 
Um, oh, I didn't. I thought you nailed the Tom Myers cadence and the joke and the delivery on it. I was like, oh, that like it's like it. It's not like oh, he sounds exactly like you know, literally sounds like Tom Myers. He's like he nailed everything that is a Tom Myers bit, I guess, or joke or thing. Like you nailed the entire cadence of it. Is what it was. And did it, Tom Myers ever come to the laughing gas? Did he ever come? Oh, if he did, uh, I would have rallied the troops for that. Because if Nick, <laughs> if Nick hated Bobcat Goldthwait, he would have. Nick would have heckled Tom Myers. <laughs> oh God! I need fucking subtitles to hear this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad because I gave Nick that you joke. You did give him that joke. Like, I did give him that joke, and he made it, like, three times. Like, the second, like, you got to the table, he's made that. I was like, come on, man. Good <laughs> joke I wrote. Right yeah, and he knows he's doing it, too. He's like, good joke I wrote, huh, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> I remember everything. Yes, yes, Ralphie. You're hilarious, Ralphie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're, we're a little shit-stained today. Well, Christmas came early, so. Yeah. Um, but uh. Yeah, baseball. This team's awful. Baseball. I hope Jerome does the, well. Um, yeah. yeah. The Yankees suck. The Yankees suck. Thank God. Oh my. The top three uh, payrolls in baseball are like in last place. So. Maybe. Maybe we shouldn't spend more money. So, Yankees, Padres, and Mets. Money can't buy happiness or or wins. So, that's a bummer. That's a Barack O'Bummer yeah. right there, y'all. Um, did you see Springfield with their uh, big-ass comeback tonight? Did you see that? Uh, yeah, like down like by eight. eight. Or some shit. Down by eight. They won 15 to 14. Our boy, Thomas. So jay So jay So My boy. He, uh, uh, Jackie April Jr., you know. He was, uh, uh, dude, he's going to fuck around and end up in the majors next year if he keeps this shit up, dude. He is, um, he's tearing that ass up, man. Um, he's now got a, uh, what do we got here? Let me look at him. He's got a, a 1.180 OPS in Springfield. Jesus and he's got a 949 on the season. He's got 24 homers, 99 RBIs through 117 games. He's already hit nine ducats with us. He is, hey, I mean, this would be really funny if we take uh, Jordan Montgomery in free agency because all we could really say is that we gave up Chris Stratton to get Takoa Roby and fucking Sujazy, uh, John King, sure, <laughs> but Sujazy for fucking Chris, Chris Stratton. And Roby had his debut the other day. He threw three innings, gave up a run, and he punched out six. He looked great. Um, I have no faith, really, in us competing in 2024 yet, but I, do, I don't I do think we're going to be down in the pits for too long. I think the future looks pretty bright. Yeah, I Brighter. think we can take the division next year. I mean, It is the NL Central, it's, yeah. It's a, it's a very winnable division, and we've been comically bad. I mean, if we even be – like, if we even find, like – Compared to our expectations of where we're at now, we even find something in the middle of that. 
we're still like we com- on the precipice of winning the division. Yeah, like, or we convert half of the blown saves we had this season. And yes, and I mean like the blown saves that have led to losses. You know, that we're a five hundred team at the very least. So, and more control of our destiny at that point. Um, a lot of unfortunate luck. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think it just kind of, yeah. I mean, I, I, you, I mean, I sound more skeptical here, but I, you, you know, we're, it's we got to see what we're going to do in the winter, who we're going to go after. No, you just don't want to design another T-shirt for next year. I don't. Honestly, we're good. That is we very can't true. embrace the suck. We can't. Yeah. We want to reuse them. Okay, you can't. You, we don't want this to just be a one and done. All right, it's branding. It's branding. Did you see uh, Paul Skeens had his first outing? Uh, you know, I was told by. The pitching ninja that he could pitch in the majors today. He had his first outing in Double A and gave up four runs through two thirds of an inning. So mm. Mm, maybe, uh, oh, maybe dude, not. I gotta talk some shit for a minute. There was a Cardinals Whoa. podcast that was saying we should sign a fucking Trevor Bauer again, like an actual pod. Oh yeah, it was like off day or whatnot. I thought they were. Um, I thought they were being facetious. Was it Cardinals off day? Uh, hold on. Hold on, no, hold on. The, it there wasn't was one last night that was like legit. Yeah, hold on. Give me one second. I'll say it because we mentioned them now. I think we kind of have like uh, a fucking obligation to be right if we're gonna to bring that up. Um, oh, it's that's a winter pod. That's what it was. So. Yeah, that's right. I thought they were being facetious about it though initially. So, am I getting that wrong? Did you get that vibe? Did you get that jib? Did you get that jib? Well, no, because I mean, I was like, because. Uh, they were going at it with people in the comments, and it didn't seem like it was. They weren't being funny enough. Yeah, yeah. Let me go. Let me go check it. Let me go check it. Hold on. We're gonna either put them on blast or say, "Hey, he's up." Because like this guy's like the Cards Club has appears to already have some issues, and you want to add to this cancer, add this cancer to it. He, and they go, "This team could have been worse." Don't think so. Um, yeah, they had. Yeah, they got ratioed on their own. So. Oh, they also said I posted it for the comments. Cardinals so. needed pitching, and this guy pitches. This team could have been worse. Than, uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We don't need him. I posted it for the comments, so he's just shit posting. Is all like I don't. Also, he's playing it overseas. Like you guys are acting like that's equivalent yeah. to what he would be doing in the MLB. Yeah, this a, is all outside of the Spider Tack era. Like he's not going to be what he was. Yeah, this is a this is a weird post, man. I don't. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, we could have been worse. This guy pitches. I'm posting it for the memes. I'm like, ah, I don't, mm-mm. <laughs> don't, don't fucking give Cardinals a lot. Like, like just, even, be, it, it's yeah. one of those things where it's, like, almost, it's, it's like how, like, most, like, mainstream liberals felt about, like, Trump in 2016. It's like, okay, like, I can't agree with him on anything because he's evil and everything else, but, like, he is kind of right about NAFTA. Like it's you know it's something mm-hmm. like that, but you can't admit it. Um, yeah, I, you know I don't I don't want that to be the case with being like, well Cardinals Live says a bunch of stupid shit, but he is kind of right about Trevor Bauer. Like no, don't give him anything. But he is kind of no, he is kind of right about who cl- who controls the global banks. Like uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Cardinal Cardinals Live is an anti semite. I think we can say that and. I don't know. Uh, he hasn't said anything anti-Semitic, but I think more people would back us than whatever half half-assed idea he has about what we're going to do in the off season. 
So yeah, people like him just because he just suggests provocative shit. Like that's all. Yeah, he's he, he's he just like goes after clout and all that and engagement. Which I mean, you know, I do that too. I get. I mean, I fucking fought Mets fans. I like to uh, you upset did do them. that. I did. Yeah, I could have just ignored because you you liked that battle and like my feelings were getting hurt for you. No, yeah, I, you know, I, uh, yeah, it's, um, upsetting, uh, upsetting, uh, fan bases and leaning into it is something that, yeah, it tickles me. So, from time to time. I did not like the, uh, I know we like Bean Eater, but I did not like the, (laughs) taking part in the Atlanta Braves, uh, firebombing. That we did with Nick pissed uh, off with Nick pissed off Braves Twitter. That one wasn't that uh that good because I was like, yeah, fuck you, Sherman should have finished the job, that type of shit. You know, <laughs> like, aren't Cards fans racist? I'm like, yeah, we're racist, but Jesus Christ, you guys make us look not racist. So. And, and he's it, like, I'm not even from Atlanta, by the way. <laughs> like, no, it was cool. We ran into, you know, he's based. And he was like, yeah, our fucking fan base is racist. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's be friends then. You seem self-aware. You just love your team. Yeah. We get that. And we love Spencer Strider, too. We do. We think he's an amazing pitcher, but he's going to blow his arm out again. What was that last part? Nothing. Nothing. He's going to win a Cy Young this year. <laughs> right after he, <laughs> right before he blows out his arm again. <laughs> But no, I mean, you you and I, it's good to get, for me, it's good every now and then to get a little hog slop and post Pete Alonzo 9-11 memes, you know. Uh, but, like, I don't want to do that all the time. I don't want to post agent provocateur shit all the time. I don't want to post dumb shit, like, not like dumb shit where it's, like, doing drill-level tweets or doing jokes or a bit. But, like, just saying and doing incendiary or half-brain shit just so you can get in someone's log rhythm. I don't know. I feel like that's what Cardinals Live does. If it gives them pleasure, who cares? I don't care. You know, I, I'll call him a doofus. It's fun for me. He hasn't blocked me yet, so. I'll yeah. Pop in there, call him a schizo or whatever. Cretan. Call him a Cretan, and then that weird lady will come in and <laughs> tell me how Cretan is a terrible term. And then for I'll call, people with hypothyroidism. Yeah, like, then I'll, okay. and I'll call her a slur just to double down on it. And then yeah. we're back. Uh, you know what? I'm a monster. I'm a monster. I'm a hungry little piggy is what I am. <laughs> yeah. So, I Hope that I mean, hey, this up. hasn't gotten us fired from our jobs yet. Um no, we can do no. more. My bosses gave me a talking to because I posted a, a smell fee of me taking a dump in Cardinals One Tower, and they're like, "What is up with this?" I'm like, "I've been posting pictures worse than this, but also pictures of me taking shits all the time." And now, now we have a problem. Like, <laughs> I, call, Wait, I literally call how, them smell fees. How how serious of like a talk was this? Was this just like a Tom? What the what was that? And you say it, and they're just like, oh, you're so fucking weird. Or was it like a, hey man, it was kind of in stop between doing that. that. It was kind of in okay. between that. It was kind of in between that. Like, because we we're at the dinner and be like, like what you posted. And I looked at him like, the what? He's like, you know. I'm like the smell fee. He's like, yeah, really cool. And I'm like looking at him. I'm like, it was really cool. 
<laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the kind words. There was someone else up in leadership that I picked on to. I might actually be in trouble because we uh, we got like um, a thirty pack of beer and we were slamming it, and then uh, we were talking to one of the other ASMs who had called one of the other area managers who had called and was talking to one of us, and I was giving him shit and called him like a loser from his small ass town. I was not in a, the right state of mind that night. <laughs> so they may, uh, it may have been boiling over from just, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the selfie of you taking a dump on a toilet is the cherry on top of the shit Sunday you have been brewing within this company for a while. So mm. yeah. Hey, maybe I'll do this full time. Who knows? Uh, may have to, but <laughs> yeah. Which is as good of a time to cut to our patrons. Our patrons. People who pay us to do this because we love them and we would love to love more people. So tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your siblings, tell Tell your your spouses. Tell your parents. Tell them all. Tell someone... Tell someone you hate to listen to this yeah. podcast. And, and uh, Talk about us during therapy. Tell yeah. your priest during confession. We Tell still... your rabbi during a <laughs> Passover meal. Um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're your, here. Your yeah. grandmother is dying on the hospital bed right now, and you have to think yeah. of that last thing you want to say to her before she's gone and succumb to the darkness. And you should whisper in her <laughs> ear. You should whisper in her ear. Uh, these these kind words should lean over right into your grandma's ear and go, Come on, chap! We're going to be throwing pepper today! <laughs> Throw a little harder! I was going to go to the same place. I was going to be like, So, Grandma, so, Grandma, they went ahead and uh, they started doing this bit. You know that? The fugitive? Yeah. So they were talking about this bit where they just started subbing in uh, Tommy Lee Jones' dialogue with uh, John C. Riley. <laughs> Tommy Lee uh, C. Riley. <laughs> yeah. So Grandma, like, um, they're like come down, but they bleep out the slurs. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta do Crumble Champs. Do we have any Crumble Champs this week? Um, um, ben Verlander for making the Shohei Otani injury all about himself. Way to go, Ben. Got us to think uh, about anything else but the best player ever to get hurt. That's who Taylor Motter for being like the biggest patsy of this entire season. Hey, no, <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, that patsy. Yeah, uh, it's all Taylor Motter's fault. No, uh, Taylor Motter is dude's rock. I want his job, man. <laughs> like, <yeah. I> <laughs> he's a fucking inspiration, dude. He is. He's got Jed Jerko fucking levels of like inspiration. Like Jed was built. Yeah, like but a, Jed Jerko hit thirty bombs off the fucking. That bench. is true. Like, that guy. I mean, just physically. Jed, Jed looked uh, like a PE teacher. Taylor, Mod- yeah. <laughs> Taylor Motter looks like he works at AutoZone. I'm down for it. <laughs> yeah, I look, yeah, I always thought Jed Jerko looked like he sold like pre-owned like Hyundai's. Yeah, like, he, like oh yeah, you want to get yourself into Santa Fe here? Yeah. This is a, uh, it's, it's got a four banger in it, uh, transmission that slips, but uh, it's out of warranty, so go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, that was or or a guy who sold jet skis. Tom, you could also you're be a jet skis. You're talking to the assistant vice principal here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Jerko. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, now we can name off the, the patrons. Um, uh, you know, we got we got Nick Tyler, Cran, Alex, Jeff, Richie, James. Did I say eight? Was that all eight? Did I get that? Richie? That was seven. James. Alex, yep. Nick, 
Will. Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. That's what it mm. was. So there we go. Now we got them all. So. Mm. Woohoo! We I'll did. never, I'll never forget you, Bravo. I love uh, you, brother. Bra- Bravo. Come on, brother. Just feathering it, bro. Yeah. I just see if he's gonna yeah. be on play PS, PS Five because I haven't. Uh, uh, yeah, I get to stay up a little late tonight because I have a CT scan in the morning, and uh-huh. uh, I gotta pick up stuff from CS Printing um, after they open up at nine. CS so, right next to us, right? Yeah. I'm I, I'm gonna sound brain dead when I ask you this. What do they print there? Like just we're talking like banners, yeah. like everything. Uh, I guess th- these are T-shirts. They're volunteer T-shirts that Whoa. I print for work stuff. Fuck. So I didn't have to go all the way to Horizon. I could just no. Contact yeah, I thought it was print. dumb that. You, oh, I, I thought you know. just went to Horizon because they were cheaper for the shirts. Shit, that's good to know about CS then. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we get like all of our T-shirts for work from there. So. Radical, bro. Yeah. Right. Um, who we fucking tonight? Trevor Bauer, because um, fuck him. <laughs> Let's fuck history, because I'm tired of this shit repeating itself. I don't Hell want a yeah. 1997 team. I don't want a 1990 team. No, we don't. I want the fucking 2011 and 2006 Cardinals every fucking season. I want, yeah, I want the roller coaster year that is the 2011 Cardinals is what I want. But you know what? They want it all. I mean, they want 06, it all. baby. Eight, 83 wins. Want it all, baby. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Uh, we love you all, folks. Um, yeah, uh, go subscribe to our Patreon. Um, tell a loved one you love them tonight. Tell a loved one you loved them in John C. Rowley's voice. See you. Bye. Bye.